It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the podcast called the dictionary. I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. Hey, 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 hey. Now we can hear ourselves in all the ways that we need to. Okay. Um. Hey, first of all, thank you for turning on this podcast for some reason, and uh, I hope you enjoy whatever it is going to be, because it's going to be something. The first word in this episode is diptych, D-I-P-T-Y-C-H. It's a lot of consonants. Noun from 1622, one, a two-leaved hinged tablet folding together to protect writing on its waxed surfaces. So there is... uh, Nope, nope, nope. That's the picture for number two. We're on number one. You can't jump ahead. Uh, It's a hinge tablet folding together to protect writings on its waxed surfaces. Um, So I'm trying to visualize this exactly, and uh, this is why we need to put a link on the social media or a picture of this diptych so we can see what it looks like, and then we can figure out what it is. Hinged tablet. Yes, you put your writings in there, I guess, and it's it's very fancy. It has a waxed surface. Number two, a picture or series of pictures painted or carved on two hinged tablets. They are attached to each other on a hinge, so you can... You can move it around... And I think you sit this on the floor. Um, let's see. The uh, it says says an example is an altar piece. So maybe you put it in your altar to close off your altar. Not so sure. There is a picture of this diptych. Yeah, it looks like these are tall things. I would think. Maybe it's short. There's no scale. It doesn't tell me. Is it three inches, four inches, or is it eight, six feet? Five feet? I don't know, but it's two panels. They look pretty identical. They're extremely ornate. Black and white drawing, of course. There's no color here. There's a circle in the middle uh, with a looks like a person on the inside, uh, kind of like the thing on the on the bills, the one, the five, the ten, the twenty, with some sort of special human being inside of a circle in the middle. It does kind of look like a like a fancy dollar bill, but on its side. And uh, yeah, it just has a bunch of those like fleur de flower fleurs. That's what you call them, ornamental things, designs. Okay, number three for diptych, a work made up of two matching parts. I think of a painting, two paintings in their own frames, and they're a diptych. Although, is that a... I mean, if there's three, it's like a tri... It's not a tri-dick. A tri-tick? Triptych. That's what the three is called. Triptych. So the diptych is two. But they're not... I don't know if they're usually matching or if they are two... um, Two things in a set, in a series that go together in some way. Uh, so yeah, I would think of the latter more, but maybe not. Maybe they match sometimes. They probably do. I feel like there's going to be something different, though. Isn't that the point? Oh, but now we're talking about art. What is art? 
Let's move on to the next word. Uh, we need to make a sound effect. Uh, what is it going to be? We're going to say... The next word is diquat. D-I-Q-U-A-T. Noun from 1960. A powerful herbicide and plant desiccant, C12H12Br2N2, used especially to control aquatic weeds and to desiccate aerial plant parts before harvesting. And the example of those aerial plant parts would be potatoes. So it's an herbicide plant desiccant. I we read desiccant and I don't remember. This is the problem. I don't remember shit. So I have to keep on looking back. I'm using the dictionary as a dictionary while I'm recording a podcast about the dictionary. Uh what 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 really desiccant? D-E-S-I. It's this one. It's uh it's just a drying agent. Okay. It's it would be so good if I had a perfect photographic memory of every single page that I've read. Uh, I'm My photographic memory isn't that good. So, plant, it's a thing to dry out plants. Powerful herbicide. This podcast is just me learning stuff. And for some reason, I want to say it out loud. And for some reason, you're listening to it out loud. Um, control aquatic weeds. Yeah, even, even the sea gets weeds, I guess. you got Somebody's got to go pull up the weeds in the in the sea. Uh, and it's also used to dry out aerial plant parts like potatoes. I didn't know p- potatoes were plant parts. Or maybe a part of the potato? How many times can we make the p-p-p-pee sounds? But you got to do it before harvesting. That's what it says. It's a diquat. Um, it's just from die plus quaternary. The fancy way to say something that's like four quaternary. Okay, I don't remember what the sound effect was. It was something like, ooh. It'd be great if I really had less of a memory of it every single time, but usually after the second one, I I got it. The next word is dir, D-I-R, abbreviation for one, direction, or two, director. Yep, maybe someday... This would be fun. Someday, my name at the end will say D-I-R, period. That would be wonderful. The next word. Deram. Deram. Noun from 1991. It says to see the word somoni at the money table. So we will jump to that at some point. Talk about Simone at the money table, which I guess is also called Duram. Why does it have two names? Uh, this is a Tajik word from the Persian Durham, which means coin or money from an Arabic word. It doesn't even say what it is. And there's more at the word Durham, D-I-R-H-A-M, which we haven't gotten to yet. Durdom. Durdum, dear, deardum, deardum, and durdum. I think that's how you would say it. Noun from circa 1693. It is Scottish. That makes sense. 
and the synonym is the word blame, and there's no example, and I would really love it if they put an example here. So, uh, let's see. It's blame, durdom. It, it's from the northern dialect Scottish durdom with a U, or durdan. Uh, that means uproar. It is of Celtic origin, akin to the Welsh durd? D-W-R-D-D, durd, and that means noise. That's exactly what that word is, just noise. D-W-R-D-D? Well, well, what? Welsh, Welsh is a fun language, uh, at least to me. It, it, this word durd also means clamor. From the Middle Irish dorden, which means humming or droning. But the word is blame? Like we're blaming? some? I'm not even going to look it up. Okay, dirdum, Scottish for blame. The next word. Oh? Dire. Yeah, it's like a dire wolf. D-I-R-E. Adjective from 1565. 1A. Exciting horror. As in dire suffering. Yes, it is so exciting when I am suffering. Exciting horror? Dire suffering? 1B, the synonyms are dismal and oppressive, as in dire days. Dire days, they're so oppressive. I feel like every single episode of this podcast really should have a guest on it. That seems like what would make the most sense, right? Help me to do that, because I think that's what this deserves. Number two, warning of disaster is a dire, as in a dire forecast. It's an adjective that's describing the forecast as, as a warning of disaster. The forecast can just be the warning of the disaster. Dire is just something else. Okay, number 3A, desperately urgent, as in uh, dire need. I am in dire need. It is very urgent that I need this thing right now. I'm desperate, please. Thank you. 3B, the synonym is extreme, as in dire poverty. All of these, I think, have a very negative connotation to them. Um, a dire forecast. Maybe there's some crazy fucking weather coming in, and you, uh, and, and it, that's very dire because maybe it's a big storm where it's very unsafe. So that's dire. That's sad. That's depressing. Somebody, people might die. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then dire need, it's very urgent. Oh, if I don't get it, something bad is going to happen. Happen. And then dire poverty is very, very bad poverty, which is worse than normal poverty, so that's bad. It's, it's uh, yeah. And then dismal and oppressive, yeah. You don't want things to be described as dire. Not typically, Direly is an adverb, and direness is a noun, and the dire wolf, I guess, is uh, it's just very scary. 
that's pretty much it. You are in a dire situation if their wolf is there. That's the goddamn name of that thing. This is from the Greek dinos, which means terrifying, from the Sanskrit dvesti, which means he hates. Oh, I hate it so much. All of these dire things. Okay, the next. The first form of the word direct or direct. Direct. You sound different if you say these different ways. Direct or I'm going to direct you. Um, It is a verb from the 14th century. And we're going to take a quick sip of water, which was just edited out. This is, uh, we're starting with transitive verb for direct. 1A is obsolete. To write to a person. And the example of what you are writing is a letter. To write a letter to a person is to direct. Yeah, obsolete, you got that right. 1B, to marked with the name and address of the intended recipient. To mark with the name and address of the intended recipient. That's to direct. You're directing the package go to a specific person. 1C is to impart orally. To tell you a thing with the words and the mouth, if you can, and that is direct. 1D, to adapt in expression so as to have particular applicability. To adapt in expression so to have particular applicability. I feel like I'm thinking so hard on the words, not listening to the meaning. Adapting... Uh, as in the example, arguments directed at the emotions. Ooh, they had a very target. They were worded in such a way that they really struck at those chords that we have as humans with emotions. Ooh, arguments direct, directed at the emotions. Uh, yeah, that's a particular uh, applicability. 2A, to regulate the activities or course of. You are directing the car to go a different way in this one. 2B, to carry out the organizing, energizing, and supervising of. To carry out the organizing, energizing, and supervising of. As in, direct a project. You are making sure that all of those things happen. Organizing, energizing the troops and supervising them, telling them what to do. 2C. To dominate and determine the course of. Dominate and determine. So if you are so, you're so dominating in your this situation uh, that you control how the thing goes. Uh, I mean, we can think about that very esoterically, spiritually, uh, metaphysically kind of we can think about it that way or we can think about something more literal uh, dominate the, determine the course of whatever some physical situation is there's something bigger it's going to control the way thing goes or more dominant in some way 2D to train and lead performances of by the way I didn't really finish my thought 
about to dominate and determine the course of, I don't know, if you if you think a lot about spirituality stuff, you can't not think of like, yes, this is uh, whatever's going to dominate this situation, uh, that's going to determine the course of your life. That's how I think of things sometimes. Um, determinate the course, yeah, it's a very dominating thing that's going to, yeah, take control of your life. Just other ways to think about it. Number two, uh, two D, to train and lead performances of, as in, direct a movie. Direct a movie. You are telling me to direct a movie? Okay, I shall. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, that would be a really fun thing to do. I've wanted to do that my whole life, so maybe we'll do that. It that's That's the goal, right? One of them, to train and lead performances of. You are... Training them? Training them to do what? In a, if you direct a movie, you're training them to be what you want them to be. Uh, and then, yes, you were leading the performances either as one of the actors or telling them how to perform. Sort of, kind of. The way that you want them to perform. That's basically what a director does. The, the book said it. Number three. To cause, to turn, move, or point undeviatingly, or to follow a straight course. To cause, to turn, move, or point unevenly, following a straight course, you're direct. You're, you're not swerving off to one way or the other way. You're just staying the course. That's what we're doing with our lives. Directing straight ahead. But, you know, maybe it's fun to go this way or maybe it's fun to go that way. You know, you got you to gotta do what's right for you. Take, direct your life the way that you want it to go. That's what Spencer says. Um, there is an example X-rays directed through the body. Ooh, I got the X-rays going through my body. Ooh, that's so fun. X-rays going through my body. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Number four, to point, extend, or project in a specified line or course, as in direct the nozzle down. Point it that way, not at my face. I don't want the water sprayed in my face. Five, to request or enjoin with authority, as in the judge directed the jury to acquit. Hey, you jury, can you do some acquitting, please? Number six, you got some authority in that situation. Number six, to show or point out the way for. As in, the judge directed, no, uh, signs directing us to the entrance. They are directing us towards that thing. We want to go to the entrance. No, we don't want to go to the exit. We're not ready for that. Go to the entrance first before you go to the exit. That's how life works. To show or point the way for. Let's point the way to number, number intransitive, number one. To point out prescribe, or determine a course or procedure. <laughs> and number two, to act as director. That is what, that's what you do when you are directing a movie. You are acting as director. I, hey, it's me. I'm acting as director. That's a clumsy way to say that. A synonym, two of them. Two, command and conduct. Commanding people to do what you want when you are directing something and conducting them 
in a certain way. Like a music conductor, you are composing everything to your whim. Hmm. Uh, this is from the Latin directus, which means straight from derigere, which means to direct. And there's more at the word dress. Dress? You got to dress the part. So the words were diptych, diquat, dir, diram, dirdum, dire, and direct. Well, I think diptych and diquat win for the best sounding words. But of course, I have to pick direct as the word of the episode because, you know, I related to all the things in here. I want a direct movie. How, well, how can you say anything other than that? So uh, we, would, we can do a direct a movie. Let's go do a directing of a movie. Direct. That's, that was the end of the song. You didn't need to go more than that. Thank you for listening very much. And uh, until next time, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.